Tell your mess the best with your girl Show Me and my co-host Marley Mara. Say hey, Marley. Hey guys. Thank Welcome you so back. much. Yay! Thank you for joining us on episode two. Yes. Numero dos. Yes, number two. Oh my God! What an amazing amount of feedback we got from episode one. Oh my God! The love was unreal. The excitement was ridiculous. Thank you guys for following us, listening to us, sharing the comments. Did you get a lot of text messages or comments? I got a whole bunch. I got a bunch of people telling me, I can't believe that you didn't beat that girl up. We should go check her. Like, what is going on? My cousin from Brooklyn hit me up. She was like, yo, she needs to get her ass kicked. You need to let me know. It was so cute. It was nice. It was really sweet that everybody cared enough to, like, say that I should have done something else. And a lot of people also complimented and said, wow, you really did look at that in a positive way. Yeah. So I did get a lot of actual responses for sure. I got a lot of like, I need more. I need more. Like wh- what took so long and I need more. Like I need more stories. I need to know more about this situation. I need to figure out what happened. Like everyone's just overall like, love of it and like emotions to the stories were amazing so we really thank you guys for supporting episode one and we're here to bring you episode two of more messiness more excitement yeah right it just gets better from here when you guys just bring us your stories send us your information we don't share your names themselves but it's been great, and I'm loving the feedback. So continue sharing us. Share us with your friends. If you haven't heard the first episode, go click back and go check that out before moving on to this one. Yes, uh, and, and feel share. free to submit your stories to us because this is exactly how this happened. This was a listener that heard the actual episode and said, I have a messy story too. So yes. this person hit me up directly via my Snapchat. You can hit up me or Marley at any one of our avenues and we'll be more than happy to share your story and we'll try to let you know when your episode is coming up because there's a few stories that are ahead of yours but we'll make sure to let you know when your story is about to be aired and like my girl marley mar said you are not going to be put on blast your name will not be exposed and you will only be known as martin and or gina depending on your gender those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, um, I don't want you to be lost. We have character names for our people in the story so that no one's name is exposed. The character names are known as Martin and Gina normally, if it's male and female. And then the sub-characters are the other people in the storyline. We have names such as Cole, Tommy, Pam, and even Shanene. For those of you who did watch Martin back in the day, you must be laughing because you must have, you know where this is coming Shen- from. Everybody knows Shanene somewhere. <laughs> Everyone got one. Everybody got a Shanene in a story somewhere in life. Right. And if you haven't been watching Martin, you need to wake up because that's one of the best sitcoms of all time. For they sure. must have been born in like 95 or something if you haven't never, never seen Martin. That's or true. like 2000 if you've never seen Martin. Maybe. You're right. Well, and there's a lot of people that are listening biased. that are probably 17 right now that never used to watch Martin. Like, we used to watch it on regular television. You're right. And 
Martin always has some fly Jordans on. Like, pay attention to that. For those of you who are sneakerheads, like, he always has some, like, great retro Jordans when they first came out. He had Biggie on the show. He had, like, all kinds of Monto Jordans. so many classic moments. Oh, my God. So the many classic. The Rockweiler moment. The fake. Yeah. You know the Rockweiler was fake, is, fake the whole time. Yes. But it was hilarious. Because he was, like, like, making fun of New Jack City, and he was, it was just, it was great. See, and you got to know New Jack City in order to understand. Yeah. <laughs> that episode <laughs> see how amazing that is and yeah. new jack city is an episode that i saw by the way i got a lot of backlash that i never saw a, a bronx tale oh my god oh, girl the backlash i'm sorry people i have not spent my time watching a bronx tale i will take that i will take watch that it. l and watch i will it. watch it you should but I have watch seen new jack city so i know the reference to martin that it relates to yes so try me yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited for this. Let's get the show started. Um, this week's episode is actually was provided by one of our fans, um, Gina. Um, she submitted the story directly to me via social media. Anyone who wants to do the same, you can leave a comment. You can send hit me up on IG or you can go right ahead and direct message me and just let us know how you feel about the actual episode or if you want to share something. That's exactly what she did. She actually hit me up through Snapchat. Snapchat, I'm sorry. And when she sent it to me, she sent me a bunch of paragraphs. You know how Snapchat is. You get the little notifications. But the one I saw, I was getting paragraphs. I'm like, whoa. Oh. She literally like, you know, and Snapchat also tells you when a person screenshots what you're saying. So I said, listen, I'm taking screenshots of everything you're writing. I don't want you to think anything bad. She's like, no, girl, I trust you, but please don't ever put my name on it and don't put his name on it because I'm not trying to be that person. But this is what happened. And since you have that platform, I just felt like I wanted to share. So anyone else who wants to share their story, you can hit up me at um, show me underscore ENT on IG, or you can also follow me at dsmiles247 on Snapchat, or you can even go on my Facebook page on the show me page and you can message me directly, or you can actually email our messy Mondays pod at gmail.com and you can submit the stories that way. And if you want to hit up Mar, go ahead, Mar, tell them how they can hit you up. My Instagram is love, L-U-V, Marley underscore. There you go. And without further ado, I'm going to go right ahead and get you guys started. I'm sure everybody's ready to hear this week's story of Messy Mondays. I'm excited. Okay, so here we go. It says, Dear Messy Mondays, I met Martin years ago. He was cute and attentive and always trying to pursue me. We had some random moments of flirtation and intimacy throughout a few years, but I always was hesitant to move forward with him. Then after a few years of knowing one another, I decided to give Martin a chance. And we became official boyfriend and girlfriend for about eight months. Our relationship was a little tricky because I always felt bad for his unfortunate circumstances and his less than perfect childhood. He wasn't very stable and was kind of trying to find his way at all times. Um, I always felt bad for that. Um, he didn't have a car, nor did he have the most glamorous job. But I always looked past those things and tried to enjoy my relationship to the fullest. We went on dates. We hung out. Um, we got along. Um, everything went well. Everything was good. However, Martin had an ex-girlfriend oh. um, that we will refer to as Pam. <laughs> I, I heard you, Marley. You're like, uh-oh. Um, that, Mar that we will refer to as Pam. Um, I always had an issue with this ex, not because of jealousy or insecurities, but more because I was uncomfortable with the constant communication they still had because of multiple financial obligations they had together. Martin would always downplay it and say that it was just 
that he wanted her out of his life. He had no interest in speaking to her. He had no interest of having a relationship with her of any kind. Despite my female intuition, I continued and I stayed with Martin. After much drama and unnecessary arguments, I called our relationship quits. He did not want us to be over. So after me being difficult and hard to get, I gave my attention to him again and decided to try to work things out. He did everything in his power to show me that he was actually a good man, but apparently he was still dealing with Pam. Because when Pam realized he was still pursuing me again, she called me directly to tell me that she was pregnant by Martin. Of course. And to top it off so that I would believe her, she sent me a picture of him literally eating her ass. What? And I saw this. I did not need to see this. Thank you for the visual. But I did not need to see this. She forwarded me the picture, Mar. I saw it. Okay. No. It was real. Um, it was it was definitely not a good look. Now, Martin, of course, <laughs> denied it all, even after I forwarded the picture to him. So then I conference called him and Pam on mute, and he lied and denied the whole thing. Pam came off of mute, and then she said, you know what, Martin, let me just get the money for the abortion. And to top it all off, this all happened on New Year's Eve. This is a lot to digest. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. I have questions. I have lots of questions. I have questions, too. I have a lot of questions. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I think the first question. I love the middle school three-way call, by the way, at the very end. How you can still trap them with the three-way. It's true. With the middle school three-way call and be like, oh, okay, girl, don't worry. You know, I want to hear what he says. Does he like you or me? <laughs> and like... Let's do a three-way call real quick and see what he says. Like, and like that high school also feel like, ooh, he lying. He talking to both of us. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like those kind of, so I absolutely love that the fact that they even went that far, right? Right. I haven't done a three-way call in like 10 years. Me neither. I hate three-way calls, by the way. But yes, I agree. But (laughs) they still, cell phone three-way calls too. They're effective. Yeah. She got her information. It was, it was real. I... That's hilarious to me. The other half. Okay, so I see that she was trying to put effort into this, right? Clearly. He was clearly, clearly, it seems as if she was into this guy. It seems like that to me. Because why would you put yourself in a situation with a person that's already looking kind of shaky because, as she, you know, as she stated, like, he wasn't the most stable guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she clearly liked him if she was looking past... The red flags. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was trying to still... She saw the good in him, basically. She knew there was potential. Right. Within it. And then it's understandable that people have still financial obligations after a breakup or during or when you separate from someone if you were with someone for a long time. That's true. That's true. Especially if you're a little bit on the older side. Usually when people are in a relationship... You know, they either have lived together or, you know, they got a cell phone plan together or, you know, little things, or maybe a car, which is the worst idea in the world. When Cars and cell phones car. are the absolute worst idea to get with someone you're only dating. That's true. Because that will ruin, like, your whole life is ruined yeah. because of a stupid phone payment. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, like, people don't have contracts with cell phones anymore, so I guess it's a little different. But I'm the same. I hate when you have, like, something that obligates you to still have to communicate. I don't like that feeling. Especially when you really want to get away with someone. Like, it's just not, it's like, 
it's the worst. It's like you don't know what to do. It's like this is like getting a divorce. It's like how do you get out of this? Like, and you're I, only in a freaking relationship for like a year, but it feels like the longest divorce true. ever. How many women out there have guy in a car for their man because they don't got good credit, but the girl does? That's like that is the oh my, ladies, please don't do this. I've never seen it come out a good way. It's never been good news. Whenever your dude has crazy debt, and then you have to get your car under your name for him to drive it, girl, girl. That's nah, a good that's idea. Messy. That's dumb. That's, that's messy. I feel the same. Like when Sprint had them contract plans back in the day <laughs> and you were stuck in there, you were locked and keyed in yeah. there. For sure. For sure. That is stressful. So I understand the financial obligations. Yeah. And we can be open to that and understanding and kind of flexible in the sense of like, okay, you have to communicate with this person right. for the most simplest, dumbest thing. They don't even have children together. But exactly. they have to communicate. If you're a person about your means and taking care of what you got to take care of. Right. So you're open to that. And plus, so you know, it. people don't want to, like, destroy their credit and say, you know what, forget it, just whatever. Like, it's just not it's not the adult thing to do. You have to try to finish off whatever contract you still have with that relationship so that you cannot hinder your future. So I totally can get how he may still have had to speak to her under certain circumstances. But I know if I was Gina in this situation... I would have been hella uncomfortable if they were still talking all the time because of a supposed cell phone bill, let's say. Like, I'll be like, okay, just throw the phone in the trash because there's no reason for you guys to be talking quite this much. <laughs> or y'all speaking once a month. When's the deadline of the, of the payment due? Exactly. That, that makes more sense. If you're talking once a month, why are you talking weekly about a cell phone that's due once a month? Just as an example. Exactly. But, okay. Exactly. Like, send your $75 in and call it a day. Right. Like, now we have Venmo, we got Cash App, just right. one, two, three. Just and you get a $5 off, credit when you recommend a friend. <laughs> I mean, it is so true. So we can make money off of this, too, when exactly. you send it to them. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, I think um, the kid thing is, like, the trump card. Like whenever a female is able the to trump be, card. whenever a female says, but I'm pregnant, it's like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of have to like stand down. It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like that's, yeah. that's more than whatever nonsense relationship me and you may or may not have. When a person got someone knocked up, like they, that's a contract for 18 years. It is what that's it is. It's a different contract. That's not a cell phone contract anymore. You can't get out of that <laughs> You're in it to win it, okay? Yeah. And you're done. But just to lead into that, like, that constant communication is what likely led to their final interaction of him ass-eating, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what led to that. So if you weren't... If she was trying to stop the constant communication or trying to kind of, you know have a conversation with him to say, hey, I need this to happen once a month instead. Like, you got to put your foot down sometimes, too. You do. You do have you to gotta put your foot down. you got to put your foot down. Just with people. It's not about with men. With any, It's like sometimes you got to put your foot down and kind of have your own, like, okay, I need my respect within all of this. And y'all commu- communication needs to be brought down just a tad bit. Right. Just a tad bit. Um, I don't like to not be honest and say that when exes talk a lot, there's no way that they're over each other. I feel like it's very difficult to get over someone that you speak to all the time. That's oh, just yeah. how I see it. And I think that in general, 
maybe they really weren't over each other. Because if you're telling me, what, a year later, you know, he possibly got her pregnant. Like, you know, clearly there's still something that's brewing between them. Like, I don't think the relationship really fizzled out. If he, she was still a part of it before they became official, why they were official and after they broke up, like this girl never really left a picture. No, she, she was always there. Like Pam was always relevant. Like, I don't think she ever lost her relevance in Martin's life. If you really want to be honest, because it's like this girl, like she was the surviving factor through all the stages of her relationship. Like this yeah. girl never really left. She never. Re- so you really were you really in the relationship or you guys like I remember she noted that it was they were dating. They were seeing like for the eight months. So are you technically is that a relationship or you just really does he still have that flexibility? Like how what was the in-depth part of the relationship? Well, I, I know because I, I knew of them personally, they were definitely in a relationship. I wouldn't yeah. say that they were not. Um, whether or not they had flexible rules, that's their personal business. But yes, that's you know all what I'm saying? Right, because you know, nowadays relationship dynamics are set up a little differently and everybody has their own way that it works for them. No judgment, it's just the truth. Everybody, there's yeah. a lot of versatility nowadays. But for sure, like if for like boyfriend and girlfriend standards as an outsider, they were definitely boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm not taking that away from either party. They were definitely in a relationship. Whether or not Pam was aware of that, maybe also part of the story that we don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, she, she was definitely, they were public, you know, like people knew. They went to events together, like at the at the birthday dinner, like they came together, you know, that kind of thing. Like wherever that's you had to bring your significant other, that's where they would be present. I, you mentioned a good point is whether Pam knew they were in a relationship or what their relationship dynamic was. True. What was he telling her? Exactly. Because maybe Pam is the type of girl who would have backed off. Who would have left it be? Right. If she would have known the relationship was something else. Because in my opinion, I really don't think women... I mean, I get it. Some girls, you know... Don't care. They're hard-headed and they want a guy forever. But at the end of the day, uh, a woman is not going to be chasing anyone that doesn't give you any life. Like, I feel like he's giving her some life if she's still so relevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like... I don't know. It, it, no woman is that psychotic in general. No, wait. <laughs> in general, in general. Maybe in there's general. here or there, but in general. You gotta be pushed that way. To just be like so delusional that they're chasing a person that doesn't show them any kind of life. I don't know. I hope. I mean, I've heard of some circumstances and some things. And not to say that's me, but I have seen some people in reactionary moments when it comes to a man. And it's because of what the man is feeding them. Right, that's what I'm saying. He has to be saying something. Like, it's it's very different if this guy just isolates her, doesn't respond, doesn't look at you, doesn't even give you any kind of indication that he finds you attractive. Like, are you really going to be chasing a guy that rejects you that hard? I don't think so. I really believe that he, he is at fault because he must have been giving both of them an impression that they both had a chance to have a real future with him. That's just my take on that i think that he was definitely giving both of them information for them to stick around because come on like this this pam girl is not going to be riding or dying when while you have a public relationship with another girl unless you're still making it seem like there's a chance for you to i don't know at least that's yeah what unless I, you can he makes it seem like there's an open space for her also or like he's still involved 
with Pam in some sort of way. He's still opening that com- lines of communication in a different format. It's not about the $75. It's the $75 and how you been. Right. It's the $75 and how's your mom and your sister. Right. And here's $75, you know, for the bill. How's the dog doing? Right. You know, those kind of things. Like, you're asking these open-ended questions. Right. And how are the $75 being given? Are they being sent through the app? Are you physically going to her house to give her the money? In 2017, you are sending it through the app, But what if he's not doing that? What if he's just No, then there's something wrong with all of them. Because... (laughs) (laughs) I need everyone to have some sort of app to send it to. Right. True. There's no $75 and I'm driving all the way to your house to drop it off? I know. Suspicious behavior. Very suspicious behavior. And I feel like, of course, we don't know because we don't have either party here, but it it seems like there was more going on. Than yeah, he led more than was to be. Absolutely. And if she got to the point that she felt like she had to retaliate and, like, damage him somehow and send the picture, like, that was clearly female petty shit. Yeah, that's and that's where I say, like, he was communicating something else. Because if she's on that page of like not to say crazy but petty revengeful kind of piece that's when you're sending stuff like that like that's when you're being that person he is telling you something else more than what you think it is absolutely i feel like that action even though the girl pam did that obviously to hurt gina clearly that was just to get on her tell her back off right but if if that didn't show you that this guy was truly still involved with her somehow, a lot more than he even gave you the impression, I don't know what else did. Like, that to me would have sealed the deal. Because it's not even about the fact that she may or may not be pregnant, because that's terrible. But it's just the fact that you are visually showing me a person that I am into and I've been intimate with. Him doing something to another woman is the, the worst experience I think you can have. Like, that is crazy. Like, trust me, I saw the picture, and it was in black and white, and it was just, it was, oh my God, it was like, I did not need to see this about you, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want to see you doing this, like, ew, like, it was just the worst. You could have just wrote it, we believe you, Like, why did I have to see this? Like, it was just... And I feel like it's in my head now. Like, it's stuck. Like, because it was just something I didn't want to see. And, like, you know when you see something fucked up? Like, you just don't want to... Like, it's still kind of in there, the mental image of it. And it was gross to me. Just because it felt gross because of... He he seemed slimy about it. You know what I mean? So, since he oh. seemed so slimy about it, like, it looked gross. So, it was like, he's just a gross guy to me. He's not. He's not a good guy. I don't think he's a good guy. I think this demonstrates to me that he's not a good guy. Could be. Yeah. I think you're, you're right about it. Now, I mean, here's my positive side on a lot of things, right? So right. I'm a believer in the new year, new you, you know, new vibes, new openings, new everything. Everyone, like, people who know me know that I love a vision board. Oh, I, I love, love me a vision, vision board, board too, girl. <laughs> I did it because of you. I did it because of you. It's still here in my house. I still have my vision board up because of you. By the way, it is midway through the year. You should go back and look at your vision board and then do a six-month vision board to see where the next six months are going to lead you to, like a halfway year. Or if you didn't do one for the year, 
you know, you do a half year one to like just for the remainder of it, and then there's start only your four new months year. left right in again. 2017, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there's only. Oh. Can you believe that? I can't believe. Like it's legit. I told someone the other day. It was like, it's August. I know. It's August. It really is August. Time has really been flying. And we got to start reaching our goals, making right. sure we're tapping into that, tapping into our energy for the new year, you know, and the rest of the remaining months that are left. And as the story, she goes, you know, it all happened New Year's Eve. So for me, it's kind of reflective about what's, you know, of, of kind of having a clean slate into the new year. Absolutely. You're not carrying Absolutely. all this negativity with you. You're not taking these people, Martin and Pam, with you into the new year. Absolutely. So that maybe was aligned for you to happen in that way so that your 2017 or whatever year this was is just enlightened and different. It's and like brighter cleaning and out new your, direction. Your, your aura, too, because it's like it could have been that... Um, if she wouldn't have found out this way, she probably would have still been dealing with him in 2017, you know? Because clearly Correct. this happened in New Year's Eve of 2016. And the reason that this is still relevant for her is because, side note, like, he still tries to reach out to her and he still tries to get in there. And that kind of thing, like, you know, like any typical guy. So he, he still throws little hints here and there, like, hey, let's chill, let's do this, let's do that. And I'm assuming she's not, receptive to what he's saying based on what she's expressed but um it was the best thing that can happen i know that that sucked she probably got wasted that night and like doesn't even remember new year's eve now because she was like in a bad mood of course but the point is that it, it, it's true it's like you said it the best like is she literally started january 1st on a clean slate she didn't have to worry about this baggage of this mess of these people that are clearly not on her level because exactly. as she stated, the guy wasn't the stablest, you know what I'm saying? And the girl, Pam, clearly hasn't had the confidence to get away from this person that's not respecting her. So these two individuals probably might be meant for one another. And she is the one that's the oddball out. And yeah. in this situation, that's not a bad thing. This is a good thing. And sometimes... Our blessings come in really bad packaging. Yes. But <laughs> when they get, when we get them, we have to be grateful for it because I don't think that this was the right person for her. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. And and, I, and it's 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 wonderful. Like you have to think about things in a positive light. You have to think about things. Okay, things happen all for a reason. In my, you know, opinion, things happen for a reason, and that's the reasoning. Like right. that was it. Like. It, you know, the, whatever happened or like the stars aligned for this to happen in this way so that your new year is fine. And that's the lesson you take from that is that now I'm in a new clean place. Now, where do I start from here? What is, what have I take from this situation? You know, try to figure out everything you know about this person that you just started talking to and what their financial obligations to somebody else are, you know, and, see where they really are in space. Like signs. what's their area? You got to see the signs. Like, don't yeah. ignore the signs. Like, what's your take on on guys not having a car, but you having a car when you live in a state that's a driving state? Because I know there's listeners that live in other states that that's not a big deal. You know, you hop on the train, the bus, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. But there's certain states, especially in places like 
certain areas of Florida, the majority of Florida, let's keep it real, you must have a car. So it's like when a guy doesn't have a car, it really does symbolize a person who doesn't have stability. It really does symbolize that at a certain age. It's like what's going on. At a certain age. At a certain age. And I guess like there are certain things you can deal with, I guess, as we mature. I'm 30 now. So I told someone the other day out here that like the person needs to have a car. And then she reminded me, we're in a city. You don't need one. Right. right? But I was, I thought about certain things to make you like a power couple. Right. Right. <laughs> and like, those are the little, like depending on what you're looking for. And maybe you really truly like the person that you're okay with these certain things. You're okay with these circumstances that they're in. Maybe it's not unfortunate. Maybe that's not what he wants. Maybe, right. Well, she did say that he was, he wasn't very stable. Too. I mean, she did say that. It's a little different if if we're living in the middle of, like, New York City and, like, you know, you're commuting everywhere. And that doesn't mean a big deal. This person might have a fly apartment downtown that has no parking and they don't want to drive. And that doesn't mean that that person doesn't have, you know, stability or a good job or a good financial situation. It just means that in the, in the circumstances, the environment that they live, they don't need a car. But when you live in Florida... It's a, it's a bad sign when a person doesn't have a car, straight up. So I think that sometimes women get this really bad judgment. Like, people judge women for saying, oh, I want a guy that has a car, that has this, that has that. Not because you're materialistic, but because you just want a person that is on the same path that you are on. A person that's stable and that can get around. I don't think it's a lot to ask for a person to just have the bare necessities to live where they live. Yeah. And I think that she may have downgraded a little bit too down with this situation. That's how I see it. Because it's like you have a charity case that's also unfaithful and also grimy and dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gross. Like you're literally having really intimate type of sexual intercourse with a woman and then still doing that with me and you also are a bum. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Like, there's way too many things to put on this list about you. Come and on. why are we still here? Exactly. Like, why so, are we still here? Girl, good rhythms. All right, Gina? <laughs> Honestly. 2017 on the clean slate. I hope the slate. rest of her 2017 went great and is going great. Yes. And it's just going to continue moving upwards from there, up and on. And thank you so much for sharing that, because in reality... Um, I'm sure that there's been a bunch of women out there and men with the three-way calling with the somebody hit me up. Oh, guess what? I saw your man doing. Because you know people love telling you what your man was doing when you don't know what he was doing. People love telling you. Oh, I, oh, people like to be you... involved a yes. lot in other people's situations. And I've it. learned. I have learned. At, and as you move on in life, you just, it ain't my business. Right. It ain't none of my business. And sometimes it's better to not know. Yeah. I've learned that too. It's like, I don't even want to know. Like, it's better if I don't know because I can't be involved. Like, if I don't know, I don't need to be involved. Like, it's especially in a relationship between other parties romantically. You never are the winner. When two people are in a romantic relationship and you try to get involved and give an opinion, you will always be the one that loses. Yeah. You have to learn your lesson to just back off. This could be your twin sister. You need to back off. And let them be. And let them be. Absolutely. Let them solve that. And I have learned that a couple times. 
within the past couple of years. And that's where I'd be like, I'm going to stay right here. Go ahead. Like, right. I don't, I'm not going to intervene, participate, comment, and I'm not going to say nothing. Just let it be. Because people will, and then sometimes people are just like, what if you told someone something that may actually damage their relationship? It's, you know, it's honest and truthful and something yeah. like that. But that person decides to say and then is mad at you. But that is what happens. Because, yeah. you know, in, in some circumstances, people always, you know, they appreciate the information, but they're going to decide to do what they want to do at the end of the day. But if you told that person something bad and they stay with that person, I think that person is embarrassed. And now they don't even want to be around you. So now you lost a friend. Yeah. So it's best sometimes to just stay out of it, not get involved, and let people figure things out naturally the way they need to figure things out. Because remember, whenever your friend comes to vent to you, she's only telling you her side of the story. Whenever your guy friend comes to tell you something, he's only telling you his side of the story. There's two other sides that we don't even know yet, which is the truth as well as the other person's version. So it's best to just... Be the ear, listen to what a person has to say, give the people the most safe and non-biased advice possible. Yes. And let them figure things out for themselves. Well, Pam, girl, we, no, not Pam, ding. Who am I talking well, to? I mean, actually, Gina. Pam, too. I hope Pam. We hope, we, we pray for, we, we hope everything is going well for Pam and Martin. Right, and if you Whatever guys have a chose. kid, I really hope that the kid is in a happy situation. And if you're far along pregnant by now, I hope you're having a very healthy pregnancy. Yes, yes. So I hope all of that as well. And then to our friend Gina, again, I hope you're having a great 2017 out there. This is your year, girl. It's all yours. Mm-hmm. Take it on full force. You got four months left. Damn. You got four months left. Make it better. Four, mo- four months left. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with myself? Okay. Moving on to pop culture side of things. The stuff that we are obsessed with. And I am too. It's really bad. I need to like bad. not wake up and look at Baller Alert and Shade Room. I know. And sometimes it gets too ratchet for me. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know who these people are. Right. And why and is this person happening. relevant right now? Like, yeah. Why do we like care? everyone's just trying to be up, just trying to get their shine. So. I found something, in, like, I ran across something interesting, and everyone knows that I love listening to other podcasts, which is why, I like, my inspiration yeah. for us doing this. And in a recent podcast with Drink Champs, which is Nori's podcast, which is a hot mess, and I wish we could do that drinking also. <laughs> like, I wish we could have a bottle out here, popping champagne, but one we need, day, like, one sponsorships. Day, one day, one day, one day. But if you feel... Like sending us a bottle, I'll make us a PO, <laughs> P.O. box that y'all can send one to, and we can figure out how to split this. Absolutely. Because we could use some drinks, some mimosas out here. Absolutely. <laughs> so, in the episode of Drink Champs, they had Amber Rose. And within their conversation, they just talked about Philly, and we all know I think Amber Rose is from South Philly. Yeah. Right? And she says she grew up in a neighborhood where people weren't traditionally attractive. Yikes. Traditionally attractive. Okay, let's, let's break that down first. Let's break and that then down. It, the full quote is, I don't know how I could say this without sounding fucked up, but 
a lot of people where I'm from aren't traditionally attractive. So therefore, she stood out. She said that she stood out because she was so much prettier. And everybody used to say, oh, you must be from California. You must be from somewhere else. There's no way you're from Philly. Like, you're an exotic bitch. You're just out here. Right? And I was just like, damn, you're supposedly the feminist. Right. The slut walk. Which I can't stand her slut walk approach, by the way. (laughs) Her approach is just hoish. It's not even about... That, but that's another subject, but go ahead. That's, yeah, that's a whole other level of things, yeah. right? Like, where people stand with the slut walk and those kind of things, your feminist movement, I don't consider myself a full, like, the real, actual definition of a feminist, but Like, don't I shave your feminist. armpits type of feminist? Yeah, like, and, and I, I, I think that's the old traditional feminist yeah. kind of feel, and I think there's different areas of feminist, mm-hmm. you know, movements and directions. But am I for women? Of course. This is a women-only podcast. No, Absolutely. This is, a, you know, women platforms, supporting other women, those kind of things I'm all for. So I'm not traditionally feminist, but I am going to rock for us all day. And for someone who finds herself to be a traditional feminist, Amber Rose, right? this was like kind of key. like... Like, high key, like, you really want to be put out there. You're talking about women and all this good stuff. Like, what is, what makes you say this about your own people, your own city, your own town, your own block, the people you surround yourself with? I don't think she thought it through. I think that she was just being too honest. And there is such a thing as being too honest. I kind of understand what she meant. I understand that she meant I've always been pretty and people have always thought I was pretty. Because at the end of the day, everyone realizes and recognizes what attributes they bring to the table. Because you get used to, like, for example, there's certain people that have really beautiful hair. And, like, all their lives, people have said, I love your hair, I love your hair, I love your hair. You know you have nice hair. Like, you know that that's a quality that, that's really nice about you. You're not going to necessarily walk into a room and say, here comes the bitch with the good hair. But you know that. You're confident in that part of you. You know that my hair always looks good. I have good hair. I have beautiful hair. Fine. To your standards. I think Amber Rose knows that about herself, that she's always been pretty. She's always been voluptuous, very nicely shaped. And according to her, she's naturally shaped that way. Nothing is fake on her. Um, I don't know. We may need to fact check that a bit. But if, <laughs> if that's... You know, because I remember when I was growing up, before the surgery craze happened, there was a lot of girls with nice bodies. It's not like girls didn't have nice bodies. It happened. But, you know, she was one of those girls, probably in high school, that everybody wanted to get with. The hot chick, probably. Was she always bald at the whole time? I don't don't know. But at the end, she looks weird with her now. I I hate when she has hair. Like, I love her with her bald head. So it's like... I think she just didn't think before she spoke. And this is a perfect example of that. This is like a PR nightmare. Like, why did you say that? Like, have you been to Philly? No, I have cousins in Philly. Shout out Uh, to my cousins out there. Shout out to Philly. People from Philly are super cool. And y'all did that beard thing way before the beard thing came out. That freeway. Yeah, that freeway. (laughs) I've been on the beards with the the plaid shirts. Yeah, I've been doing that. But, um... It's not the most glamorous place. I can say that. It's not very glamorous there. It's a little bit more gritty. 
it's a little bit more like urban than like the average city. It's a little bit more like gentrification is happening a little slower there. So I can understand how if a person who's never been there first gets there, it may not look as, you know, as clean and as well put together as other cities that are a little bit newer. So with that being said, when people live in those kind of environments, people are not very flashy. People are a little bit more, you know, it's cold state. You wear a lot of dark colors. You, you wear a lot of hats, you know. So it's like girls are not like in Miami that is like everybody's half naked because it's super hot all the time. So it's like, you know, it's a different demographic. So I can understand how she may have interpreted that people are not as shiny and attractive as she is. But it was a bad judgment call. She shouldn't have said that. Yeah, because her... Her follow-up statement to kind of clarify it is that she finds beauty in everyone and unfortunately it's not easy doing interviews and always saying things that you really want to articulate. I wasn't try- it wasn't how I felt. I was just saying how people treated me. So you're right. So maybe she received a lot of attention. Right. Right? And she found herself as uh, untraditionally, right, a- like attractive. Or maybe she was on, she looked different than everyone else. So no one else looked like her, you know, no one else looked like her. And maybe that's what she was trying to come across. But you got to be careful with your words. You got to be careful how you deliver things. Because right. um, I'm sure she hurt a lot of people who come from her block. Or maybe not even hurt. Maybe a lot of people didn't care and they just clap back at her ass. Right. Right. Because I know people out in South in, in Philly got attitudes and can clap back. Right. Like it, the people was... I come across with Philly know how to come at you. I don't know if I was from Philly and if I at that time went to school with Amber Rose around that time that she's referring to, I would be super offended by her comment. Yeah. Super offended. Like that would bother me so much and I wouldn't even like continue to follow her. I would unfollow her. I would not support her because I'd be like, word bitch, you know what you can do? You can go fuck yourself. If you really thought that you look better than me and you thought that, oh, who do you think you are because you was fucking Kanye and now you famous? Like, that's exactly how people are going to react. How you think people are going to react? No one's going to like that. Like, how dare you, bitch? Like, you do not think that you're better than me just because you was a stripper that just happened to, like, you know, use your body as a weapon. Like, that's how people are going to react to that, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think it was a really, really poor judgment call on her end. Yeah, definitely be careful with your words and what you say out there. You're hurting people. Again, you're the person of the feminine movement, and those are your words you chose to say? How you explaining the slut walk out there then? I'm so sick of her slut walk shit. (laughs) I really am. I am. Because I feel like the way that she goes about it, I get it. I get it that she's new and she supports you know, the gay community, and she also supports the, the heterosexual community. She wants everybody to be supported, and I think that's that's dope because it does have to be um, more open on all realms, but, honey, you don't need to, like, act like you're, like, giving head to a dildo for a woman to be respected and not raped. What does that have to do with a yeah. woman not being sexually assaulted? Yeah, By, backstory for everyone. The slut walk actually started in Canada, from a college student who was sexually assaulted in a party or something like that. And when she went to the campus police or something, told her maybe if you weren't dressed so whatever, it wouldn't have happened or some foolishness like that, which then created the slut walk, right? Right. Because the girls were like, oh, really? You want to put me out? You want to say because of the way I dress, that's what I get, whatever, whatever. So they were like, we're going to be sluts out here. And they did a slut walk, right? Right. So... That's the 
message and that is the beginning start of it. Amber Rose has put it for um for the U.S. kind of piece, but has taken that well the U.S. The to the picture. urban culture because I'm sure that there's other people in the non-urban culture that have also been participating in this. We know about it because it's in our pool because she's someone that we follow in the urban culture. Yeah. But I'm sure there's others, of course. She's not the only one. Yeah. Because they have like huge like marches, you know, yeah. supporting this cause. And that, uh, for those of you who may have noticed, have you noticed online, like people have these signs and say people, women were getting raped before miniskirts were even invented. So it's like, this is something that it has a powerful message behind it. It's unfortunate that a person is maybe taking it the wrong way because of the way that she is portraying it. How she's delivering it. Her delivery of it can be a little bit too tact, like too in your face for what the message is about. Right, and sometimes the message may be missed because your popularity is getting in the way of the message. Right, she's she's trying to be too too edgy. She's trying to be too I don't give a fuck. Like sometimes you have to give a little bit of a fuck, and you have to be so in order for people to actually to receive it and be and take you seriously and take it seriously with it. Yeah, for sure. So Amber Rose, that was a total fail. Um, I believe you're going to come back from this hunt um, because at the end of the day, you're attractive. And your son is so cute. Have you seen And you had a baby with a very, very wealthy rapper. So, I mean, (laughs) you're going to come back from this. We know you are. And you're going to do something else that everybody's going to forget about in about two months. Because that's the world we live in. Um, I I still want to say shout out to you, you know, making it from the bottom to the top. Good for you. Um, But that was a fail, boo-boo. Yeah. Unnecessary. But with that being said, we're going to do this. We're going to actually start to wrap up this show by saying we got to discard all negative energy that is in our lives being that martin gina and pam's story today um clearly um gina was the winner in this situation because she did not have to have a potential child with a person that was unstable and unfaithful and maybe not honest and she actually was able to finally say, this is time for me to let go. So, Gina, you were actually the winner in the situation. So, good Yay, for you. Yay, Gina. Yay, Gina. And um, as for Pam, much luck to you. Hopefully, you find the strength to know your value and your worth. That you should not be dealing with a man that makes you have to even call another woman to explain to her what role you play in his life. Definitely. That should Definitely. never have to be that way. You should Definitely. never have to inform another woman that your man interacts with to tell her who you are. She should know who you are. And we'll leave it at that. So thank you so much for sharing. And I want to also leave off with a very positive message. It's something I came across online and I wanted to make sure to share it with you guys because I thought it was really good. It says, avoid negative people who are energy vampires. I like that term. Oh, I love that. Yes. Because they people, suck energy out of you. They I suck love the it. life out of you, for sure. Yes. Um, people affect more than just themselves, so be aware of how they affect your energy and vice versa. One way to protect yourself is to make sure you surround yourself with more positive people than negative ones. Spend less time with negative people. Once you figure out who they are, find positive people who always have a smile to offer and a kind soul. These people can help you offset all your negative auras and always bring you to a more positive place in your life. So with that being said, you heard it here on Messy Mondays. Energy vampires are (laughs) no-goes. 
I love it. So here's how to follow us. Follow us on Instagram, Messy Mondays Podcast. Use the hashtag Messy Mondays. And whenever you see something messy, tag us. Tag us. And we're going to make sure to shout that out and and let us know, okay? Thanks for tuning in again. This is Messy Mondays, and have a good week.